Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from Harry Potter from the Harry Potter series. But today we're doing something a little different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Today we're doing another bonus episode, our first for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. We'll be talking about class in the Wizarding World, largely through the Weasleys and the Malfoys. Some really quick announcements. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. You can also tag and follow us at WeBlackAndNerds. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be Black at Hogwarts? Um, would you like to imagine that? Um, we are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, anecdotes, fan art, and more illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, then check out the website for guidelines. Subscribe to our newsletter. That can be found on our website. Uh, there's a side panel, or you can go to tinyletter.com B-G-N-O. To get the also newsletter. follow us on social media. Um, you can do what is it? Twitter at We Black and Nerds, Facebook Black Girls Nerd Out, Instagram Black Girls Nerd Out, Tumblr Black Girls Nerd Out. Most of the stuff that we post like lives on Twitter, kind of. Um, like the other stuff, kind of like is ancillary because we're not on it as much. But we're always on Twitter we are, at We Black and Nerds. <laughs> we are always on Twitter. I'm on Twitter right now having an argument with someone, but that's cool. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> actually, no, I blocked them, so... Yeah, I was gonna say... Argument over. I was like, is it the same person? <laughs> yeah, no, they're blocked. Argument done. <laughs> so, let's just get into the news. This is a timey-wimey episode, um, but we do have some news. Matthew Lewis, uh, Neville Longbottom, was on the Fantastic Beast set and let us know that the Harry Potter world is in good hands with the adorably ginger and adorable, the adorably adorable ginger, Eddie Redmayne. I mean, I'm going to just put on record that I just think he's all right. I just want to make sure nobody <laughs> what do like, you mean? thinks that that's the full stance for both halves of We Black and It is. Cool. It's not. What do you cool. mean? He's so cute. I don't dislike him, but he's all right. He don't have any eyebrows. It's weird. <laughs> He doesn't, but it's okay. I mean, he does. Yeah. His eyebrows are just red and ginger. Yeah, he doesn't have eyebrows. Just delicious. He needs, he needs to work on his eyebrow game. That's fine, though. It's real. That's neither here nor there. Like, I'm totally fine with him being new. I just want to put it on record that I'm not putting as much on it as Robin is. But, yeah. I mean... Not to say your feelings aren't valid. I just want to make sure that my feelings are also heard. <laughs> But your feelings um, are wrong. Whatever. Um, I feel like, was there? No, that was it. That's all the news. There's not really anything, like, happening. Until they come, like, drop a trailer. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm not really, like... Unless they, like, drop a trailer and or tell us some more cast members for The Cursed Child. Yeah, chilling. Um, all right. Let's hop on in to... Episode 22 and 1 8th. If you notice, our bonus episodes are all fractions, yeah. much like the platforms on King Cross, King's Cross Station. Yes. However, I want to say that I try to like add some fractions to that. Like, we have a conversation about like, well, what should our fractions be? And I was like, oh, it could be, you know, 731st because of Harry Potter and Joe's birthday. And she was like, those fractions are too big. 
They are. No, like seven. Like, okay, I gave you said like seven eighths. Okay. But you're going all the way into like 31st. Like, come on now. <laughs> this is doing a lot. I feel like. I mean, we they, can have it. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, if was, if y'all decide that you like seven thirty firsts and or like, I don't know, two, one. Well, we can't do any that are like able that can be simplified. Yeah. So. <laughs> but they have like, to have like two. Like, 27th. two 11ths, like, I mean, two 11ths is not that bad. Two, two 11. 11. <laughs> Um, It's still weird. I don't know. Whatever. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's like a weird brain thing. It's not even, like, a valid, like. It's not because, sorry, I mean, it is valid or whatever, but. She's. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was rude. It was so much ruder when it came out of my mouth. It's not because. <laughs> it was so much ruder when it came out of my mouth, but in my brain, it wasn't that rude. Um, That's hella funny. Because it was a meaningful number. It's a meaningful number, but then, like, do you want to say 731st, like, all the time? 22 and 731st. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, I, I, yeah, it's not a big deal. Okay. It's just weird. Well, let's, <laughs> I don't know. let's just dive into the episode. Okay. Um, Weasleys versus Malfoy. So, we basically, we wanted to talk about this, um, mostly because of the last episode, um, where we get to see some, like, like, you know, we kind of get a little bit of the hint at, like, the differences between, like, the Weasleys and the Malfoys through Draco and Ron, like, in Sorcerer's Stone, but I think here it's where it kind of, like, comes to a head, um, and it comes up again, like, later on, but mostly here because, um, this is when we, like, first meet Lucius Malfoy, and, like, we see the antagonism between Arthur and Lucius, and, um, so, yeah, so we were just thinking, like, talking about this, and then, like, talking about class, but then also blood status and how those two things intersect in the wizarding world. Yeah, I think we also kind of just decided that the Malfoys and the Weasleys are just a really great stand-in for all of those things as well. So when you're Mm -hmm. talking about the Malfoy family and the Weasley family, you're also talking about class and blood status and uh, these greater issues in the wizarding world that are just very nicely, like, encompassed by these two kind of... I was about to say warring faction, the warring families, but it felt very Shakespearean. <laughs> like it's in, like, Divergent or some shit. Oh, I go, um, I go Shakespeare. <laughs> you to Shakespeare. No, I get Shakespeare too, but I feel like, I think, I don't know, I haven't read Shakespeare in a couple of years, and I just saw Divergent, couple, well, part of Divergent, like, actually it was like a couple months ago, and me and my sister were sitting there like, why? Actually, no, my brother was watching it over the holidays, I think, and because he had never seen it, and we were just like, dude, you don't want to do this to yourself, but... He did. Yeah. Um, also, we can get into my feelings about divergence. Yeah, I have <laughs> that. Like, would that this is gonna make me go off on a tangent about shadow hunters? Which I mean, just stop. Just it, they're books. Leave it alone. <laughs> they don't. It doesn't. It didn't work as a movie. It's not working as a TV show. Right. They're books. Just stop. Sometimes it happens. Some. I mean. Okay, we, maybe we need to have a bonus episode <laughs> about adaptations we or something. Because I was just writing a post for Tuesday, which has been out at this point. When does this episode come out? It's been out for like some days now, but um, at this point, I haven't. I just finished writing. <laughs> and I was like getting all my feelings about Order of the Phoenix. And I was like, let me not get so. I feel like anytime I bring up Order of the Phoenix, I just get pissed. So it just like keeps coming out. Yeah, it's like I find a new angle or like a new thing that they like left out, and I'm just like, yo, what is wrong with y'all? And I just just made new friends. Yay, new friends. Um, (laughs) but like I literally like just got back from hanging out with them to 
Like, I was like, okay, I need to go tape because I am fucking up Bayana's day right now. Um, my day, my whole week is fucked up, so. Yeah, but I didn't want to, like, add to the fucking up of yeah. your day. Um, so they saw my Harry Potter tattoo, and then they were like, what's your favorite book? And I was like, I waffle between Prisoner of Azkaban and Order of the Phoenix. And they were both like, Prisoner of Azkaban! But then I said, like, as I was talking, and then I was like, or Order of the Phoenix. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think, like... Yeah. I wonder, too, I'm, like, trying to wonder, I'm going to do a poll or something, because I'm, like, is that a color, a, a POC thing? And when I say POC, what? I mean Potterheads of Color. <laughs> hey. hey! I am a genius. Anyway. <laughs> but what do you mean is what a Potter... Sorry, we're going off a tangent, on a tangent, we're just going to do it, and then we'll go back to what we meant to talk yeah. about. So what do you mean, like, a common thing? <laughs> well, because when I talk to Potterheads... And I haven't, like, done this, like, scientifically, um, just, you know, full disclosure, I am in my brain, like... What? <laughs> no. Yes. What? Robin, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused, too. I am too. Now confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, this is like, I, an interesting thing, and now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Okay, cool. What I meant to say is, like, I just made this connection in my brain about an hour ago, so... There's no fact. This is no. This is not fact based. Um, but the pot, when I ask, like, oh, you're a Potterhead or blah blah blah, and I ask what your favorite book is, I always get Prisoner of Azkaban and Order of Phoenix from Potterheads of Color. What do you get from White Potterheads? I can't remember, and that's why I'm like, this may not be a thing. Got it. I may have made it into a thing, but I can't. I haven't like clocked that as an interesting thing until like an hour ago. Okay. So that's why I might have to, like, dive deeper and start really paying attention. Well, what do you think the reasons are that, like, Potterheads... I mean, other than me, it could just be, like, those are the superior books, and that's what it is. <laughs> objectively <laughs> yeah. and well, subjectively, I, but, like... I think with... At least with Prisoner of Azkaban, for me, it brings into this whole thing about, like, false... Not false imprisonment, but, like, being, like, like the un, like unjust... Like justice system right and um Ooh, we got stuff to talk about next book i'm excited <laughs> yeah but like you know like the um uh not i don't want to say corruption it's like the inherent flaws in Yo. the justice system the inherent Wait, like sorry really quick so like you're just saying the flaws of the injustice system right and you know yeah. what the last name of a person who was unjustly incarcerated black Drops Mike. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> and this has been Wizard Team. We will see you next week. Um, yeah, but I think like so that comes into um, and then Order of the Phoenix is very much about like this underground making of a movement or starting a movement that needs to be made without having like not being sanctioned by like um the state, even though it's right, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like these people fighting for freedom and justice in like a way that is, they're getting, history has its eyes. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they will be backed up by history, but in the moment, right? they're seen as radicals or um, start troublemakers or whatever. And that has a lot of um, resonance with like, people that come from historically, like, marginalized groups of people. So, like, 
with African Americans, it's, you know, the civil rights movement or slavery or Black Lives Matter, but with, you know, Latino American, no, Hispanic Americans. Those Latinos. No? Latinos, yeah. Latinas. <laughs> there is a lot of like, you know, economic injustice, um, working for, you know, immigration, but also having their movements be silenced in terms of, you know, I don't know. It's just like they, they, there are a lot of marginalized people that end up having to have movements for justice. And those in the moment are never seen as the right thing to do. They're always seen as radicals. They're always seen as whatever. That's just the way that the world works, right? You um, have Martin Luther King who started off as being a radical and then he was like, the least radical of the radicals, so then he was palatable, but then he was like, actually, we need to talk about class, y'all, and then he was dead in the face. Bye. And now he's Santa Claus. And so, Mm -hmm. like, and and, in his Santa Claus-ification, his entire part, the, the latter part of his life where he's like, we need to talk about class, has been erased. Right. Except for those who, like, actively talk about it. Right. And that's just what happens. And, like, that's, you know, so that's why I was wondering if it was a thing. Maybe. Sounds legit, but, like, yeah. Like I said, I just thought of it an hour ago, (laughs) so it could be utter bullshit, and it could just be that they're the superior books and everyone loves them because that's where, like, the plot, you know. Anywho... It's 14 minutes in. Let's just re- That's actually fine because, like, we didn't have any news, basically. We're actually doing pretty yeah. well. Look at us. Yeah, look at just us. Pat on the back. Um, okay, so let's, like, actually go into Weasleys versus Malfoys. <laughs> we, like, started to talk about it yes. and then did not. Um, so we're going to start with, like, we, we've kind of broken the discussion up into class and then blood status and all of these things, but I think it's okay if we... Yeah, I think they should. I think them, the point is that they are. It's just bullet points don't um, make consideration for intersectionality, but that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> just like Julie Delpy. Boom. Or Charlotte Rampling. Boom. Or Patricia Arquette. Boom, boom. Sorry. This whole, like, <laughs> black like, women not existing. Hashtag white feminism in general, but yeah. TM. Um, um, okay. Okay. And, like, anyone else who may have said anything from when we recorded to when this came out. Cause Which we're, I'm sure someone I'm else sure somebody else is going to say some shit. So <laughs> Really? You too. But um, can you make sure that if you're going to say some shit, I don't love your movies? Because, like, <laughs> come on. Come on! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I want to, like, talk about the class thing. In terms of, I, w- I want to start talking about the differences in class with the Weasleys and the Malfoys in terms of Lucius and Arthur. Mm-hmm. Because I think we've kind of gone into a, a good amount of like how, you know, the the amount of money that the Weasleys have makes Ron feel inferior and comes out in all of these different problematic ways. Mm-hmm. And um, it hasn't, he hasn't been pit against Draco that much. In terms of class, except for the fact that Draco uses it as an easy put-down, you know, like, hand-me-down clothes, you must be a Weasley. Right. Um, and it also, to me, just kind of makes sense that a 12-year-old would be up in his feelings about that kind of stuff. It's very 
um, it makes sense. You know, you want to keep up with the Jones or whatever. You want to have the coolest shit and you want to have like the nice broom. Right. What I thought was interesting was in chapter two or three, when they're at Diagon Alley, Flourish and Blots. Oh, uh, four. Chapter four. Chapter four. Sorry. That Arthur shows a propensity to be like, oh, you don't think I can handle Lucius to Molly? You know, like it comes up. Mm-hmm. And um, when the catalyst for the fight is that Lucius says, if you're going to be a disgrace to the name of wizard, they may as well pay you for it. Or oh, might, is like, that what he might... says in the... He says something Where like that when they say start... That? He says that in the movie for sure. But he, no, he says something but like that in the says... book. I can pull it up. Oh, yeah. What's the use of being a disgrace to the name wizard if they, if they don't... don't... Pay you. Pay you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fight was actually when he... So this is the thing, is the fight is when is when he um, talks about Mr. and Mrs. Granger. Oh, yeah. So that's why it's interesting. So, like, that's why it's so, like, connected is, like, for, for like, Ron and Draco, it's about, like, oh, we have, like, I have more money than you. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Ron being, like, well, we don't have any money and, like, feeling a way about that. But for... Arthur, like, he, I feel like Arthur is, and, like, Molly, too, they're both very secure in, like, where they're at, and, like, things could be better, but I don't think that they're, like, necessarily self-conscious about that, um, and, like, mm-hmm. Lucius, obviously, like, right, like you said before, like, he throws it in their face because he cares, you know what I mean, like, he's one of those people when you, like, don't like someone, but they, like, are constantly in your face because, like, it's, like, some people, when you don't like them... Or when they don't like you, they're just, like, always in your face trying to, like, yeah. are you mad about this? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? And it's like, yeah. dude, like, you gotta calm down. You're projecting hella much. Um, <laughs> so it's, like, that kind of, like, he's he feels more superior because he has money, whereas, like, Arthur's, like, I'm doing what I love. I'm protecting, like, people who I feel are valuable. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and obviously, the and I feel like the thing between the Weasleys and the Malfoys are much... Not even more about blood status, but it's definitely, like we were saying, like, it's it intersects because um, while they're both, like, pure blood, in quotes, pure blood, pure blood wizards, um, it's not, like, like, one is, like, embraces that fully, um, mm-hmm. and then the other kind of, like, rejects that notion at all. Like, it says um, in the like Pottermore um there's like an article about pure bloods and so in the 1930s there's like actually this pure blood article is like really tight like I'll share it later um it has a lot of like parallels to um things like the construction of race um and um and so just like there's different there's like a parallel to like the ways that like muggle-born like that concept of being a muggle or a muggle-born is created and then also like Mm -hmm. the political things that like feed into that so like the um wizards being um like persecuted by muggles and then having to go into hiding and so all of that becomes to this thing like oh we're actually we're better than muggles and so they're just creating all this stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like here's how you classify purebloods and it's like all this like arbitrary bullshit that makes that's like super random like oh you have to be afraid of pigs like what that doesn't make any sense. So it's like a very, it's very similar, and I'm sure Joe had to have like read up on some kind of like. I mean, I guess because this is like specifically connected to like Nazism and like Hitler and stuff. So I mm-hmm. sure she looked. She was more researching that than like I don't know, just 
from all the like critical race theory classes I've taken, just like that that's pretty much like the construction of how of race and how it's like really arbitrary and it's used for the gain of like the people in power. Um, yeah. And it's like, so it has like real life, obviously it has real life implications. Like obviously we're living it now with like all of our things, but it's very much, um, is made up and there are like systems that are created around it to sustain it, but it's made up, but really quick. But that goes into, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say that that goes into the fact that like this is based off of like Nazism because Nazism actually it was Jewish was a, it was racism. Oh, yeah. And totally. It was just a way. And now it's like Jewish people are it's not a race anymore. It's a, just a re- religion or whatever. But um, like that's how it, it became like people were saying like with Muslims, it's whatever. It was like you see now like what are the, the Kardashians? They're like. Armenian or something. Armenian or something, and now Armenian is just white. But yeah, well, you yeah, know, like I mean, whiteness is like in. a whole other like yeah. You know what I mean? Thing. Like Irish used to <laughs> just, not be white. Exactly. You, know? you used to just be you were Irish, you were Irish. and exactly. now I yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I mean that's a whole like, other history. I mean I wasn't even talking about that, which is like true and like yeah. Is, but I just think when you go into it, the but, yeah when you go into the whole it's made up thing, it like there are yeah because yeah. it's like look at how many people have now been folded into whiteness exactly, and that's a very and, like, similar the, thing to the to yeah. the wizards because like it says earlier on, we're just gonna like I'll get to my original point later um but it says earlier on that let me find it it's towards the um, bottom when a minority of the families when they were listed in the no 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 state, that that's not that's not what i was gonna say i was uh, gonna say that so muggle wizard marriage had been common for yeah. centuries um and th- so those now self-describing as purebloods were unlikely to have any higher propor- proportion of wizarding an- ancestors than those who did not um, to call oneself a pure blood was more accurately a de- declaration of political or social intent than a statement of biological fact. So that's like what we're talking about is like yeah. they just decide, okay, we're pure bloods because we say so and because we are no longer going to marry a muggle um, and we consider m- muggle wizard marriage reprehensible. Like, you know what I mean? So it's not even like mm-hmm. actual biology, which is the same with like whiteness. <laughs> like you Exactly. And, and like in black and like any race, really, it's like, there's no real like pure, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Um, but in the early 90s, so it's just interesting, like reading this article, particularly, I just, there's a lot of parallels between race, like Nazism, like racism in general. Like if you can look up like how, race was even created it was just like some white dudes who decided like these are the five races and this is what they are and these are their like characteristics despite us never having seen them before like notes on the state of virginia by uh thomas jefferson has this whole last thing it's horrible but it has this whole last thing on like native americans and um and like black people and like what you know like what they're like prone to do and like what they look all this stuff and it's like based off of here's it's so crazy it's like based off of things that he heard from someone else who had who like who just but who like observed like this is in quotes observed them and like was around them and then like from a couple things that he saw but it was like totally made up like there's no sources whatsoever like he didn't actually like talk to any of these people he just was like oh based on some stuff I've heard about you know from my second cousin's best friend from like Pookie down the street this is what <laughs> this is what I heard about those. <laughs> those Native Americans, <laughs> those black people, and, like, they're suited towards this because I say so, and not because I found some, like, peer review thing. Like, it's crazy. Anyway, so all of this David builds... Diggs is amazing, though. Huh? All of that to say David Diggs is amazing. 
okay. <laughs> I just, I mean, I feel compelled. This is the problem why with you Hamilton. I feel compelled to say that because it's I not feel the same. It's to not separate. The same I didn't even think about Hamilton from Thomas Jefferson. That. I actually went on a Twitter rant about it a while ago because I was like, I feel sympathy. Sympathy. It's the whole conflation of Severus Snape thing. I don't so think anyone is conflating because... a black man from like the Bay with Thomas Jefferson, despite him playing Thomas Jefferson. Like, and he's not even I... supposed to be a good character in Hamilton. Like, he's not like. But David is like Alan Rickman. No, and he, Thomas he, Jefferson. No, is I don't think it's on that level at all. I, I don't think if I dad talk Thomas Jefferson, somebody's gonna think, "Oh my God, David!" Like, no. Anyway. No, I find myself trying to. I said this was me. I said I personally. I find myself trying to like make excuses for Thomas Jefferson, and I'm like, no. Yeah, you need to get over. No, I really <laughs> cannot do that because. Yeah. But that. David is amazing. You're, you got it. That's, you talking about the conflation. That's all you. You're acting like people in general conflate David Diggs there might Thomas be. Jefferson. I doubt it. I think it's just you. And you got to get not be alone that. in this. You need to do some work. And like, <laughs> work within yourself. <laughs> and just deal with that. Um, anyway, so basically, I say all that to say that like, all of these like ideas of like, because, so the inter- the International Statute of Secrecy, like, came out in 1692, so that's, like, around, you know, like, the Salem witch trials, and, like, I mean, that's only in America, but, like, similar things in the UK, and so it's, like, all of these, and it was kind of, like, a backlash to that, to feeling powerless, mm-hmm. and being, like, okay, so it's, it's an interesting thing, which is another thing we can talk about later, is, like, the power between, like, muggles and wizards. Um, I think, like, there was something, I think you posted on twitter about like the they were like things you might not know about um yeah harry potter and it was actually like a good list for once um so yeah. like one where it said that there were three thousand only three thousand witches and wizards living in the uk so mm-hmm. like power like numbers wise which one i will say that's less than the total student body of my high school which is like yeah. so hogwarts can't be as big as uh, it's probably just as big as we think it is because how i think so yeah yeah that makes sense anyway um <clears throat> In terms of, like, numbers, pow- like, muggles have that power. But in terms of magic, again, like, the wizards have the power. So it's just, like, a backlash for that. But it becomes all this, like, bigotry and shit. And so it mm-hmm. feeds into the early 1930s when a pureblood directory um, was published anonymously in Britain. Um, and it lists... Cantankerous did that by, shit. Yep, cantankerous not, man. This bruh. Um, so he lives up to his name for show. <laughs> he does. <laughs> cantankerous. Um, so it lists 28 truly pure-blood families as judged by the unknown authority who had written it. Cantankerous. Um, <laughs> with the aim of helping such families maintain the purity of their bloodlines. Um, so, again, it's just like, these things are totally arbitrary. This dude just decided, here are the 28 names, and I think, um, I don't have it pulled up right now, but like, in the Potter family thing on Pottermore, it was saying that like, they there was like a specific reason that they weren't added. It was like just you know what I mean. Like it wasn't. Oh, I can. Oh no. It yeah. was. It's fine because it's like a long article. But from what I remember, it was. Um, I don't know. They like did some shit, and so Cantankerous was just like, nah, you don't. Nah, you don't get I to don't be on here. Them. So you know what I mean. So it's like they. It's so it's super arbitrary because it's like I'm just gonna decide who gets to be on this list, and then that's what becomes. Pure blood. And I mean, like, you know, over time, 1930s, that's like 60 years before Harry Potter starts. So maybe, yeah. like, so that's like maybe three generations for people to be, like, tr- like to be pure blood. So even then, like, the Malfoys got, especially the Malfoys, 
Because you look in their thing, and they were like fraternizing with all the um, with all the muggles before the statute of secrecy. Like that was like yeah thing. Well, and they well, were. I mean, well, then they didn't they didn't marry muggles after the statute of secrecy went out. Then they like stopped altogether. But before that, like one of their um, what's it called? One of their ancestors was like a suitor of the queen. And like, mm-hmm. and then was salty because he and because he was super sexist and like jinxed her because she didn't want to get with him. So that's a yeah. whole other thing. But whatever. So it's just like there's hella. It's so much more complicated than just bloods. You know what I mean? Blood status is so arbitrary. But then like it's only it's tied with class. It's, the other thing is like the Malfoys have so much money because they were with Muggle. Like they have Muggle money and it just got passed down as wealth and it probably got like exchanged for um, wizard money. But like the way that they got so rich is through like, you know, investing and like doing things that muggles in muggle in, in the, the muggle, muggle world. world. Yeah. And so it's just like, yeah. And you kind of totally... have to know that they still have money in the muggle world because like the, you can't, <clears throat> if there are 3000 wizards, you cannot have a manor house and have all of these. I mean, you well, might I mean, be my able thing to, is, is like at that, at but... this point it's been like, hundreds and hundreds of years so that's a lot of wealth that's built been built up built up yeah. so they don't necessarily have to now they might they might still have some like holdings somewhere that they just kind of like you know what i mean like they just like keep stuff invested but like it's not it, they don't necessarily have to i don't think at this point but i think Maybe at a certain do. point you I, if you want to continue if you're going to continue with like the lineage type of argument mm-hmm. then you can't just say okay we haven't we have built up enough wealth and now we're just spending it in the wizarding world. And, you know, like, they still have to be bringing money in. Like, are there many has to be making money? And I don't know. They don't talk about, like, Gringotts in, like, terms of do you accrue interest? Or, right. you know, what I mean? like, they don't really talk about, like, how the wizarding banking works in that way. But to have your money continue to make money, it needs to be t- – it, there it, it inevitably – is going to have something to do with muggles since there's only 3,000 wizards. Well, it's only 3,000 wizards in the UK. There's still, like, hella other wizards like, yes, in other but, places. So it could just be that, like... So maybe they, they diversified do, like, between... stuff and, like, I don't yeah. really know what Lucius does. Like, <laughs> but No, I know. And this is all conjecture, right? But it yeah. just, like, to me, it's like, okay, it... It's like when you try to have, like, these divest movements. Like, I tried to, like, at one point, I think I was like, let's see how little bit of money I can give to the Koch brothers. So let me see everything that they own. And I was like, basically, I can't not give money to the Koch brothers because I can't not figure, I can't even figure out how much of what they own. You know what I mean? Like, they Mm -hmm. own, like, paper goods. But then they own every, so it's like, okay, well, what brand of, toilet paper do I need to you buy so I'm not giving the Koch brothers money but then you find out like it's like you find out things like there actually isn't a difference between like the Kirkland Costco paper like toilet paper and um what is the toilet paper brand I don't know like Kleenex or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not right, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because they're actually made in the same factories and then some arbitrarily get a Costco label on them and some arbitrarily get, like, Kleenex or right. whatever the name brand is. And it's all... So you can't actually, like... It's It gets very hard to get 
to divest your money from a cause that is not like, um, I'm going to, you know, like McDonald's or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. But it's like McDonald's owns Chipotle, owns whatever, you know, like the layers that go into that. So it's the same thing, I think. Or like Disney. <laughs> exactly. Like there's what? There's like four media companies. So it's like try to try. Yeah. You know, to like not consume something that makes them money in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, it gets very difficult. And so I say all of that to say at a certain point, the Malfoys, no matter how, like, strong their beliefs are, are probably not going to do the work of, like, divesting all of their money from anything that touches muggle hands. It just becomes impossible. It's not a completely separate, closed-off society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, um, I guess, <laughs> so back to the Weasleys, kind of, because we've mostly been talking about the Malfoys, but, like, yeah. Well, the Weasleys, so we when we go back to the um, <clears throat> Sacred 28, right. um, the Weasleys get, the, the you can see kind of when that book comes out, the Weasleys get a separation from the Malfoys. And I went on the Potter, in the Pottermore article and I found on the Potter family, Potter is not an uncommon muggle surname. And for that fact alone, they didn't make the list because it was like the anonymous compiler of that supposed definitive list suspected that they had sprung from what he considered to be tainted blood. Just because they... He's cantankerous. He's cantankerous. And they all have sprung from this tainted blood, right? Right. But um, he feels like their name is... I mean, you know, you betrayed and... It's just like a really salty ex-boyfriend, to be honest. (laughs) It really is. But, um... It's like, oh, you don't want me? All right, then. I'm gonna put like, this name. You yeah, all but... of your descendants. Like, damn. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's like more intense than that, yeah. but still. Um. And so the Potters descended from a a wizard who was eccentric and was nicknamed the Potterer, um, which became corrupted into Potter because he had all these medicinal pots and you know he was like making all this. You know, the Potters come from a line of like, let's make some shit, make your hair straight and your skin smooth and um, whatever. So. He, that's where that name actually comes from. So it does actually come from a magical Wizard. background. Exactly. But, but, you know, Cantankerous didn't know Cantankerous that. Cantankerous didn't know that. He, and he, was just, he was just throwing names together, to be honest. He was, yeah, he literally was. And he was <laughs> he just was like, like, if he was going to do any actual, like, historical research, he would have found that out and, you know, whatever. But, but you know, they never do. Um, so, they never, yeah. Like, they just, they only want to serve their point and they don't want to have to, like, insert any nuance because, you know... People ain't what gonna is read. that? What is new? Yeah. Ones? So, um, the same way that the Potters are left off because of how common their surname is, the Weasleys get tainted or get get portrayed as blood traitors because after this list comes out, the Weasleys are very proud of the Muggles in their family um, or their family history with Muggles, and they they start to loudly. Um, like dissent. De- dissent. And it, they say only a minority of these families publicly deplored their inclusion on the list. But the Weasleys were the most vocally indignant. Um, and it was numerous. So the numerous Weasley family, because there's so many right. of them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they have connections 
in spite of having connections with almost every old wizarding family in Britain, they were proud of their ties to many interesting muggles. And that, like, kind of also, and I like to think that they maybe um, have some familial connection with the guy from the Scottish rugby team, um, whose name escapes me, the Squib. But, mm-hmm. like, they, that shows up in Arthur a lot because it's like he is, he thinks that, muggles are ingenious you know and like mm-hmm. he as, and as opposed to being like other wizarding families like the Malfoys here like how do you get along without magic and what this all sounds this seems so like difficult for no reason Arthur takes the opposite view of like look at how I mean not even difficult like, just like unnecessary just, and like disgusting and like yeah beneath them like oh you actually like wash your own clothes and right. you don't have a spell to do that you know or whatever but Arthur takes the or opposite self or a house elf. Mm, let's let that sit for a little bit. And I wish this, this is like the times when this actually should be recorded because the side eye that Bionic gave, <laughs> we're not even in the same room and I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, um, I don't even own a house elf. Why do I feel so bad and guilty? Shit. It's that, it's that non-house elf privilege, <laughs> the non-house elf guilt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but like... Be, Arthur takes the opposite approach of, like, Lucius in that sense of appreciating and being in awe of what muggles are able to do in f- despite their limitations or are because of their limitations. Mm-hmm. What is that? Well, it's <laughs> oh. my little paper thing. It's I gotcha. Like, yeah. Um, so that really changes... And that's really a small shift in perspective, but how different that makes these two families, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, like, yeah, and then it, you know, introduces that, like, concept of the blood traitor, which is, like, similar to race traitor and, like, all, you know, it's the same thing that happens. It's, like, when you stand up for people who are, don't have the same power as you and, like, you don't subscribe to... And the thing is, is, like, Again, like, I don't even know if this is, we're even talking about class at this point, because we just kind of, like, went off into, like, this is more, like, race-ish, but, like. I mean, it's status, right? It's status, exactly. And and I mean, again, and they intersect, but it's just, like. Yeah. Well, one, they're, I'm sure that they're poor in part because a lot of these, like, families didn't want to, like deal with them anymore and do business um, with them in addition to like arthur you know just doing what he loves and not really caring about money like that but that um, also goes into like the um like what we value right so in it's only really in like america that teachers get paid shit mm-hmm. right like if you see a teacher in like scandinavia and like scandinavian politics or whatever our Scandinavian society, teachers are regarded, and so they get paid accordingly, right? right? And it's like, you you think about all the stuff that you have to do to become a teacher, and then look at your, uh, the sal- like the average salaries of that, the only thing is that we don't value it. Mm-hmm. We don't place value on, and because of the way our school system is set up and stuff, like, um, they're getting, like, all teacher salaries are basically a percentage of tax money. But, like, how much of our money do we, does our, like, how big of a percentage of our tax money goes to 
the military. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like people are like, well, I don't want to get like, raise my taxes. Like, you don't even have to have your taxes raised. You just have them you could allocated just differently. Allocate it differently um, to better reflect your priorities. Unless what we're saying is that we don't value what a teacher does, right? right? So there's no reason why there's the only are the only reason why the misuse of Muggle artifacts uh, position gets paid what it does is because it's not valued, right? Which and I mean that stems the thing from with the, the same like, thing. There's a thing with the ministry is like I think even in ooh what book is that? Shoot, 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 shoot. It's it could be. Man, it's set, it's either it's Order of the Phoenix through Deathly Hollows, one of them. I just can't. It could even be prison. I don't even know. It's it doesn't. One of these it, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, in it the could series, be this one. It in, could be in, Secret. in some portion of the series. It's gonna bother me because I'm like. I know it is. I'm trying to but, move you along. Um, there's like this whole thing where like I think Ron or one of the Weasleys tells Harry like that part of the reason Arthur doesn't get paid as much is because Fudge thinks that he's weird for like loving muggles as much as he does you know what i mean or like trying to protect them as much as he does so it's like even though like the pure blood like mania is not as like like obviously malfoy is like the malfoys are painted and like the blacks are painted as like reprehensible care like you don't want to be like them but Mm -hmm. it's not like their ideologies haven't seeped into the systems so it's like again like they racism, the extreme, it's like the extreme, the extreme, like interpersonal, like racism versus the systemic, where it's like people sort of believe these things but don't like say it out loud, or they don't like. Well, it's not even or like they, or not even like they don't say it out loud, but it's like embedded within their like psyche, but they don't realize acknowledge it, acknowledge it, yeah. it um, or they do, but like it's not as like. Well, because which is like why people like which is why people like Dolores Umbridge can even thrive in the ministry because she has all these issues. She has all of these like beliefs, and it's not even hard to believe that she would have those beliefs. Like in the in Order of the Phoenix, her like bigotry doesn't fully come out until the end. Like it's hinted at, but doesn't fully come out at the end with the centaurs. And I think she might there might be something else that she says. Well, it's Hagrid. Like, it's, oh, it's, yeah, and it's, with Hagrid. So it's with, like, there's ha- all these microaggressions with Hagrid. Exactly. And then when she's confronted with the centaurs, you see, like, oh, she's got like issues. Deep seed. And, like, and like she had that issues. whole, like, anti werewolf campaign. So, like, Remus yeah. hates her. So, like, if Remus hates you, bro, like, you really got to reevaluate your life. But, um, <laughs> it's these. Mixed- so it's like all these, like, little things that are hinted at. And then at the end, it kind of, like, blows up and you, like, see. Like, not nah, she's like a bit like, and it's like not a reach at all that two books later we see her like heading the Muggle Born Reg- Registration Committee and she's like going, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. she loves that. As someone who is a half blood with a Muggle mother and a squib brother, like, she's yeah. totally like, she's no. all about it. So it's like, but- I mean, again, like, yeah, it's just like a. The systemic part of it is what's really interesting when you then bring bring in the Weezes and the Malfoys and how, like, Malfoy doesn't have, like, a ministry job, but he gets more, like, FaceTime with the minister than Arthur does. Yeah. Um, well, there's also this thing where, just piggybacking off of what you said about this, like, systemic and then the um, extreme is that there is this, there's this middle ground and you're allowed to have this, or it's not middle ground or whatever. You're allowed to hold these views because you can point 
to the Malfoys or the Blacks and say, well, I'm not that, which is what we see a lot in racism. Um, I think blood status is racism. Uh, It is. We, you know, like... I mean, the the language is, like, the same. Exactly. And it, it doesn't matter. Like, we're talking, you know, class is, you know, this one thing, but your blood status also has, like, a lot to do with your class. I mean, and we also um, see things like the which Gaunts, is a, who exactly. are also on that list, and they're direct mm-hmm. descendants of Salazar Slytherin, and they are, like, dirt poor. But what they care about the most is their blood status and the fact that they have never married a muggle um, to the detriment of, like, their of family. Their family. And, you know, but at the same time, they still have these family heirlooms that date them back to Salazar Slytherin. Like, that's yeah. what they care about. Yeah, but you could, so you could have, and the thing is with, um, the reason why you're allowed to have an umbrage, um, is because actually what umbrage does is not okay. It's never okay. Not that you said that it was, but like, they're able to say, well, actually this is fine. Having, holding these beliefs are fine because I'm not this extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, where it's like, actually, no any being on that spectrum at any point is not okay. Right. Right. So you need to, and you need to actively, um, legislate against any part of you, any, any internal feelings on that blood status, uh, spectrum. Yeah. So it should just be, you are, you show magical ability. So you are entitled to have these rights. Right. Which is the same thing as, like, hum- like, you're human, you're entitled to these rights, right? Exactly. So, if you are a wizard, it doesn't matter how you're, like, how you got that way. It doesn't right. matter <laughs> what the makeup of your family is. Mm-hmm. Um, then you are entitled to these rights. And if you have an affliction or, like, because, you know, Remus doesn't ask to be a werewolf the same way that Hagrid never asked for his mom and dad to get it on. Which, how... How? 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 But so? you ain't got the answers, that, Joe. That Kanye meme where it's just him looking like he's just angry. How? <laughs> Haggard? How? How does that work? You so ain't got the answers. Makes no sense. We need these answers, Joe, because I'm. We do. I mean, you know, these in the house elves. It yeah, <laughs> but the Haggard one, man, that's just like. How? How does that work? Especially how? when we go to Order the Phoenix and we see, like, how the giants are. How does that yeah. work? Like, my brain does not comprehend how that even became, like, a thing. Not at all. And I kind of feel, no, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not. It's the way that, <laughs> like, when you were doing about Percy um, at the borough. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, um, we'll just move any, on. Any of that, any of the blood status, anything besides you are a wizard therefore you're entitled to this is the is wrong and in blood status conversation right um back to the mouth malfoys and weasleys and class you want to hit on the class the money part yeah i mean i don't know i feel like we've talked about it a lot just the fact that like i mean we've talked about it a lot in between (laughs) getting all into blood status (laughs) but um I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously there's no, like, Weasley family thing on um, Pottermore yet, although we get, like, a good amount in the books, but, like, not necessarily, like, where, the, you know, like, they're 
whole entire like familial like line and like where like maybe they had mm-hmm. money at some point maybe they didn't or maybe they just were always like chilling at the borough um but, but I, I think- feel like I think the thing with the Weasleys is that in turn like the class I feel like shows up mostly in like Malfoy being an asshole like or Lucius Malfoy being an asshole and then also between Draco and Ron um, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, we see a lot, like, especially in the last couple chapters of Chamber of Secrets, where, like, the Weasleys have to take money into consideration, and you know what I mean? Like, they don't have a lot of it. They have all these kids that they have to, like, provide for, and so they're worried about, you know, not being able to make ends meet. But at the same time, that's not the most important thing to them. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the most important thing is that they're good people. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, and that, like, they're doing what they love and that they're, like, you know what I mean? It's love. It's, like, being able to care for each other and to, like, provide for each other as opposed to it being, like, oh, we don't have money, so we're, like, not valuable. Like, they find value in each other without money being a factor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while Ron is insecure about the fact that he doesn't have money, and that's, like, totally justified, but I think that eventually that kind of, like, his like the teaching of his like you know what I mean like his parents the way he was raised mm-hmm. wins out and like you know what I mean like he has no problem marrying a muggle born he totally like has um like tries to hex Malfoy later on in mm-hmm. the book in a couple chapters um for like being a bigoted asshole Douche to his boo like, so it's just his like his future boo because they're not fu- his future yeah thing. um they um, fight a lot in these first couple books yeah but um, yeah, it's just like, and I feel like even if they weren't friends, he would have said something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, um, even to get to a smaller character, um, Alicia Spinnett, I think is the one that is like, how dare you yeah. when it, you know, when it comes to, um, the F- Malfoy's, uh, use of that word. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Ron takes it to the next level with the hex, but, um, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not just, um, it's not just because he's a Weasley and he's a Malfoy. It is like, there is genuine, like disgust about that, holding those views. Right. I, and like- I think though, when it comes to class, um, and you see it more with the Malfoys, like you can look at the Pottermore thing, mm-hmm. like a uh, family account of them and like you know like they um they fervently oppose the imposition of the statute because they have to withdraw from these highborn muggle circles and it says like they always drew a sharp distinction between poor muggles and those with wealth and authority and it that is it carries over into the uh into blood status or whatever that like we don't see this. There isn't like any exact, exact, um, like place where this happens. But at least to me, it seems very plausible that Lucius treats richer half blood, um, muggle born wizards better than he treats the Malfoys because of just class. Possibly. Like he's, or like he might treat them bad, or he might talk back to bad to the like behind their behind back. their back. But, but he's he wouldn't more say di- it to his face because he's yeah. like I'm gonna get this money. 
Exactly. And, like, he he's able to, like, be in these... This is when he talks to uh, Draco about having... How it's not prudent to be mm-hmm. anti-Harry Potter in public. I mean, like, the Malfoys are adaptable. Like, exactly. They're That's not, a, like... So, I mean, really, they're, like... They, they're bigoted, you know what I mean? But they're mm-hmm. able to go with the flow. They're, like, it's not... It's not good to talk about. I mean, you know, Draco still has to learn this because he most spent most of his life in the Malfoy Manor where you can just say whatever you want. Yeah. And so now he's going out into the world and he has to learn that, like, you have to kind of... I don't want to say code saying. switch because that just, like... But, you, but that's he, what it is. It's um, what it is. And so, yeah. So it's like while the Malfoys are, like, you know, later on we see, like, they're, they're um, <clears throat> like what's the word, like, complicated a bit more and there's some more sympathy for them. Like, at the same, at the end of the day, they're, like, still, like, a bigoted family. Like, they're still, there's still, like, sexism, there's racism, there's, like, it's not like they don't believe the things that Voldemort was putting out there. They just, at a certain point, were like, okay, I believe in my family more than that. Or, like, I want to make sure I don't go to Azkaban before. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but it's not that they don't believe those things. Um... So, yeah, it's just, like, a def... It's definitely, uh... Like, class definitely is important. Like, the first point is that they they were noble English families. Yeah. They, they were, like, just, like, regular noble English families. Like, they have that same kind of history. So, yeah, I think that a lot of these uh, issues, class, blood status, uh, the Malfoys versus... They all intersect in this way of very parallel to just life in general obviously that's like all this is a big parallel to nazism and racism and all of these things but the malfoys take these things to have a significance on and 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 place an emphasis on what it means to be a noble family and a good family and the and the weasleys take those things class and blood status and everything as they're just facts about a person or the facts that happen to you know you it's your yeah high high class little middle class low class that sounds weird upper class upper class middle class lower 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 class and that doesn't have anything to say about you and you are pure blood half-blood muggle-born and that doesn't say anything about you it just happens to be a fact Mm -hmm. like it just happens I just happen to be um tall with bad eyesight and it doesn't matter that that has nothing to do with my person I mean it has a little bit to do with my personality but it informs who I am but it's not who I am and it has nothing to do with my worth Mm -hmm. and that is the main difference between these two families and then the offshoots of the, the people that think that way. Yeah. Um, and all of that to say, you can also believe some of those things and others of, of those things. And like Dolores Umbridge, be a terrible person, but not a death eater. Right. Or like Sirius, be a good person, but be problematic to creature. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, there's nuance. Having there's like, nuance it's a complicated, to all of- like thing, um, which is important because that's how people are and like yeah, yeah. People so we can get their we can shit together, but <laughs> but that's how they but, are. <laughs> but that's how they. But we're complicated and we contain multitudes, and that is important to say that. 
because as we're wrapping up here, we can continue to go on and on and, and talk about these things and they're interesting and important things to talk about, but none, nothing that we will say will end in, okay, that means that if you are pure blood, pure blood you are shit. Like, right. it will never be black and white closed off like that. Like, you... It, it is always comes down to the individual and how the individual takes those lessons and what they how they apply them into the greater world. Exactly. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode twenty two and one um, eighth. Do we have a MVP or bench or anything? Um. Yeah, I would say my MVP are the Weasleys. Um, as a family, yeah, they take all of these lessons and they. Um, these life lessons that they're taught and even Weasley's like Percy who let these issues of power and blood status and, cl- and class cloud their minds for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They all end up on the side of it doesn't matter um, where you come from. It matters what you do as a person. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm binging the Order of the Phoenix movies or movie because sorry, we I'm watching her. Earlier. I'm watching her type. <laughs> I was so talking about it earlier and it was pissing me off, and so I'm just gonna binge, go ahead and binge was, that whole ass movie. Um, that was so funny. I sorry, I just have that to... movie does not understand nuance, and I'm just gonna leave it. Just we're just gonna talk, leave it at that. Oh God. <laughs> She's like, as she's typing, and she's like, Order of the Phoenix. And I'm like, how dare you bench the Order of the Phoenix and then spit movie? And I'm like, chillless. Nope. Lacking in chill. Pretty much. I am going to bench Dolores Umbridge because... That's real. I mean, we don't talk about her too much in here, but she... It's literally houseway. How can you house be worse way? than Voldemort and not be the main antagonist? How does that work? You take all of these lessons... And in every step, you do the wrong thing. Houseway, how did you get to be you? <laughs> There's actually, maybe we should talk about Muggle-born mama squib brother, but you're still like, yeah. fuck all no, y'all. I'm in the, horrible. I'm the lead, the registry. Her whole like thing, we, we're going to have to talk about her like, I mean. In depth. In depth. Uh, um, and I mean, like, I don't know that we'll need a bonus episode, but her background is on Power More, so. Um, yeah, I would definitely suggest you, you guys like to d- yeah. dive deep into the like twisted, twisted, fucked up mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the fact that she is based off of someone in Joe's life, like that lady, woman. Person. Well, no, I think I don't think she was really like like that. I think that it was like based off of. I think it was more like the from what I read, it was like more of the pink and the cats and shit. Oh yeah, like she like the, presented very sweet, yeah, but was very but was sour. Like, but yeah. she was like, I didn't really mess with her. But I don't know that she was straight up like Dolores Umbridge. Okay. I mean, okay. there are Dolores. Um, I know of a couple of like at least one of Dolores Umbridge, and so. Yeah. Okay, we got to let go because I'm gonna need to know who this person. Is. <laughs> We're gonna. Um, um, yeah, well, I'm not like yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday we will resume our regular schedule. Um, it's so weird because there's so this is so many times. This is like what this is the third of the four episodes we're recording like hella early. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, we don't need to talk about it. Sorry, I have a lot of things. I have my whole life is like okay. I got sick and then my life. We're not even up. being friends right now, as you keep saying these things. Well, I'm just gonna be in San Francisco next weekend. I'm not gonna be like. We're not even being friends. Why? Because of why you're going to be in San Francisco. 
You just gotta let me live my life. I don't know why you gotta be all salty. Oh, because you're just let just, me do you know, me. Abandoning me. <laughs> okay. But whatever. Anyway, I, I am enjoyed Blizzard Jacob. Except I don't, don't think that's in the it's Midwest. Jonas. It's Jonas, but I also don't think it's in the Midwest. So. It's not. It's in the East. And also, if you are enjoying Blizzard Jonas or not enjoying Blizzard Jonas, please I mean, be at safe. This point, and if you're, is it even and a, if you're Connie, if you're Constar Twenty Four, get your ass in the house. <laughs> what did I say? What's so funny? What are you doing? What's hilarious about this is this is like weeks later. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is. Maybe like a week actually, because this goes out <laughs> a week from today. So yeah, it's like. A week later, she might be in the house. Like she better be in the house. About? It's not even snowing. <laughs> She's gonna be like out. Like it's gonna be sunny. She's like doing her shopping with her like headphones on. Like what? Right. What happened? <laughs> anyway, um, but I said <laughs> we'll see you on or you'll hear us on Wednesday um, <laughs> when we discuss Chapter Five of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets: The Whomping Willow. Um, Make sure to read and follow along. Uh, join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WitherTeam. Check out our website, BlackGirlsNerdOut.com. We are on Twitter again at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WitherTeam, at Yana underscore Hallows. That's Y-A-N-A underscore Hallows, like Deathly. And I am at Robin underscore Ravenclaw. That's R-O-B-Y-N underscore Ravenclaw, like not Hufflepuff. <laughs> like what Ron isn't. <laughs> like or what Harry. Ron, what or Harry like, is not. Yeah. Or Hagrid, what, or like a lot of these people. A lot of these people. people. What? Common sense. Oh my gosh. The, next, in what? the next chapter is like full of not Ravenclaw like things that go down. What Gilderoy is but should not be. True. That is correct. Yeah. Thank you for um, listening to our Yeah. Slightly insightful conversation, but mostly lots of tangents <laughs> that led to me benching a movie um, that we weren't, that even, we weren't talking even talking about. Totally fine. I'm mm-hmm. I'm cool with the choice though. I'm totally like I sense. don't regret it at all. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I cannot wait until we get to the live tweet of that movie, dude. Like I'm like it's so long, but I already know. Like I've been holding on. Like at that point, by that point, I'm gonna have been holding on to this like anger feelings. all these feelings for like two three years like <laughs> i mean i'm a little bit more like we were talking about prisoner of azkaban that movie mm-hmm. at least we'll get to that by well we start prisoner of azkaban in like may so we might like by the end of the year towards the end of the year we'll get to the movie and so mm-hmm. that's a little bit less time like i have some months before i have my rant about he who must not be named who is not voldemort um <laughs> <laughs> but two or three years before I get to order the Phoenix? I don't know, man. I might explode before that. We'll see. I also want you guys to know that every couple of episodes before we start recording, she will go in and then she's like, I'm going to save it. I'm like, yeah, for a couple more years, you got to save it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Not anytime soon, but we will get oh my there. Gosh. All right. Thank you guys so thank much for you. listening. And we'll talk to you later. All right.